Welcome everyone to the Freestyle Podcast. Um, today's episode is going to be very special to me forever uh, for a couple of reasons. Um, first of all, it is my first episode I've actually recorded. Um, it worked out better for me and my guests to kind of just make this episode immediately and have it done before I recorded the episodes um, prior to this. Then um, my first episode with a guest at all and it is my first episode with my best friend, Alex. Um, we've been best friends since I was four years old and my older cousin saw him walking across my front yard and then told me to go punch him. So then we ended up fighting and we were best friends ever since. <laughs> um, so in this episode, um, it was really, really nice conversation. We ended up talking about nature versus nurture and like how your upbringing can affect you for you know the rest of your life and kind of just set you up um also touched on like the fact that since alex is uh someone who grew up in the united states as well as in germany um kind of touched on the issues of you know like growing up in different countries or continents for that matter and all the struggles that can bring and i feel like that would bring that would give some um awesome value to some people who might be going through the same type of thing um and hopefully in this episode you can find some value and i hope you like it welcome everybody to the freestyle podcast um this is my first recording but it's not gonna be the first episode um this will be like episode like three or something i, I want to make like my first couple episodes uh i guess just an explanation of the purpose of the podcast as well as um like my background to like you know give an introduction on who's even doing the podcast you know mm-hmm. um but yes this is called the freestyle podcast and well yeah background of it will be described in its own podcast so i don't really need to put that here it's just kind of weird since like this is the first time i'm recording it yeah but it's not going to be the first episode so i have to pretend that i have already said things that I haven't said yet. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in to the third slash fourth episode. We'll see which one it ends up being. Um, but yeah, so my guest, my first guest for this podcast, which I think is like the most suiting. Su- suiting? Is that the word to use? Yeah. I think the most suiting way to start anything that's like, I feel is going to be like, you know, important to me is have my first guest be my best friend, my brother, um, Alex Bunga, aka Sasha, the cookie guy. Yeah, I make cookies. He makes cookies a lot, and he's known for it in Zyphos <laughs> as being the cookie guy. I think that's an awesome title. <laughs> I don't want to be known as the cookie guy. <laughs> for this podcast, I wanted to be completely like no thought process whatsoever into what I'm going to do initially, you know, because like we can talk for hours about absolutely nothing. Um, but, like, you know, since it's a podcast, I want it to be, like, aimed sort of at, like, giving something. Because we can talk about anything, and it's fun. <laughs> but if we can talk about something, you know, that can also, like, give. And a big, a big reason why I even have guests, or, like, why I feel like guests are important on a podcast in general, is just because, like, you get to, I guess, um, the guest gets to completely, like, open up, like, whatever they want to say. Like, if they had the opportunity to reach out to an audience, they can just say it, and then, you know, it'd be my job to get your message out, I guess. Um, and I just think that's, like, 
it's really cool because I can have other people come in and like have so many different like versions of truths of like different human experiences and like have them all just be able to relate back to whoever listens, you know, that's kind of like why I like podcasts in general. Um, yeah, I get a lot of different perspectives on different things and a podcast is a great outlet to actually express that. Yeah. I want to get back to that. Um, first, like, I mean, my introduction of you is pretty much non-existent. My best friend, right, <laughs> Alex. <right. laughs> um, what If you were to give yourself, like, you know, introduce yourself as a background, um, what would it be? You know? uh, introduce yourself. Uh, where, if I you, introduce myself, yeah, I would... where are you from? What do you love to do? Like, and your favorite uh, thing in the world. Um... <laughs> 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 If I had introduced myself um, to a complete stranger, I would walk up and I would say, hello, my name is Sasha. I think uh, the things that are most important to me um, are learning new things about myself. And growing up was really difficult for me because I come from a family um, that's not from here. My father is a native German. Uh, he's a first generation immigrant. And I was raised uh, for the majority of my life as a child in Germany. So then coming back here to the States, I wasn't really able to relate to a lot of people. It was hard to make friends. Um, and it, it was really interesting living that dichotomy and then coming back here and trying to trying to get some kind of foundation for my life. Um, so as a child, you know, that's kind of where you get the foundation for all your values, who you are. But with my father, he was always working all the time. And my mom, you know, she had a lot of... Uh, she had a lot of health issues at the time too, so I was really kind of left alone uh, for the majority of my life. Uh, so then growing up at about 15, 16, I kind of realized I didn't know who I was or what I wanted to do. And I got so frustrated on myself because it felt like everybody else had some kind of self-identity. Um, I, I was bullied a lot. I, uh, I didn't have any friends except you, really. And uh, yeah, It kind of feels like you're just like left behind and you know that there's something different but you can't like identify it at the time. I mean, I definitely knew what was different about me uh, from a very, very okay. young age. I had no idea why. I felt weird. Yeah. <laughs> I just knew that was weird. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, um, it was interesting because every time I extended a hand to try to care about somebody, it was always, uh, I think it was something that was really unrelatable to a lot of the kids. Uh, if you show or you try to give some kind of impression or you just try to be nice to somebody, you try to get to know somebody, especially as a kid, uh, that kind of friendliness and that kind of like forward confidence is really taken uh, with a grain of salt. Yeah. I think it's something that's very, very unfamiliar to kids. And that was my first way of establishing relationships with people. Um, yeah, as a kid, like your first instinct is like, well, I guess like for other kids is to just like push away anything that's nice and you're like very like, I don't know, a kid... I don't want to say rude because as a kid you don't you don't mean to be rude, but yeah. it's like you just you follow these certain rules you think you're supposed to do. At least I did. Mm -hmm. Like as a kid, I, I knew I thought there were certain rules I'm supposed to follow. Like you know, towards girls I'm supposed to be sarcastic, and towards guys I'm supposed to act tough. That's how it works. Yeah. So like that's just the rules I would follow. Mm -hmm. And then it just yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like so like especially as kids, you know, you're just those opportunities are supposed to come really really naturally, and they never really came for me. So I try to create them. And any time I did, that immediately separated me as somebody who was different from the group. Mm -hmm. So, you, you know how kids are. Anytime they pick up on any kind of thing that's different or unique about somebody, then it's usually scary because to a child, something that's unknown is usually something that's really yeah. frightening. So they distance themselves from it. So I, was, uh, I had a really hard time making friends. Um, 
high school, middle school was a very, very lonely time for me. Um, but uh, yeah, this was supposed to be an introduction. I guess I'm just kind of uh, starting with my childhood, but um, an introduction of who I am now. Um, my favorite things, I love meeting new people, introducing myself to new people, finding out what they're passionate about, what they like. Excuse me. And uh, finding things that they like about themselves and things you don't. Whenever you introduce yourself to new people and you get to meet them, you sit down and talk, you find things, virtues in them that you do like, things that resonate with you as a person and mm -hmm. things that don't. And I think that's really beautiful. The more people that you meet kind of translates into understanding yourself better. So I think my favorite thing to do in life is meet new people, um, find out about them, find out about their journey. I had to learn a lot of really difficult life lessons from a very young age, and I feel like I'm finally in a position now where I can use that knowledge, use that experience to help people who are going through similar things. Mm -hmm. Why do you... Um, like we both love meeting new people. Like, I obviously you just explain like why you do. Um, I don't fully know like why I like meeting new people. It's like I just do um, if they're like certain things that line up, like certain interests. Um, why do you think people are afraid of meeting new people? Because I know you love it. So mm. obviously, it's like very. It can be very strange why people <laughs> hate something you love. I think it can really be uh, a lot of different things for different people. I think the most um, the most assuming thing, the thing that comes to mind, is they're afraid of being judged. They're afraid of not um, like they're afraid of not meeting somebody else's standards, and they think that if they're not uh, the kind of person that this one particular individual wouldn't want to hang out with, then it says a lot about them, and they feel like, depending on their judgment. Uh, it'll lower their own value. Mm -hmm. and I, I feel like that comes from a place of not having enough, like, um, you haven't really established a firm relationship with yourself. Because I think the more you understand yourself, and the more you get out there, and the more you, the more experiences you have, you'll have a, a better foundation, a better um, ground to actually go out and explore. Because you know, no matter what happens, no matter what opinions other people have of you, you'll still have yourself. Yeah, you have, that, you have that foundation of security in yourself, so it yeah. doesn't like matter what else happens. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I think people who are really afraid to go out and meet new people, it, it comes from a place of, um, of maybe a little bit of insecurity, and that's completely mm -hmm. okay. Like That's a great place to be because you know that you still have so much room to grow, and you never want to be, you never already want to be there, you know? You never already want to be at the cap of where you've grown up very early in life. So yeah, <laughs> I think um, I think people are afraid of meeting new people because they uh, don't want to be found left wanting by other people. So yeah, <laughs> I remember one time um, I felt super cool about saying this um, at, at the intensive that um, we taught for Zyphos mm -hmm. um, in February, I believe. No, it was it was January. Yeah, like the very first intensive of the, of the semester, um, me, Aaron, and Malcolm came here to talk to teach. And at the start of my class, um, I went over like the things that I wanted to like teach in the class and the things I wanted to focus on. And like one of them was um, pretty much just like have fun. Um, and like one of the the biggest example I gave was like um, if you fuck up, it doesn't matter. No one cares. Not even you care. You just think that someone else cares, and then you put value on their opinion. Yeah, that's exactly true. Yeah, so like I feel like that kind of relates because, um, like it's all all the steps of that are completely wrong. Like I can understand people not really caring to meet new people. Like not every time 
Mm-hmm. People some, sometimes people just don't like meeting new people just because it takes energy or whatever. You know? That yeah, that is like introverted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, certain days you know you feel it more than others, definitely. Yeah, um, but like the thought, the the process of like, okay, I don't want to meet this new person because they might think something bad of me, and them thinking something bad of me matters because what them thinking something bad of me um, makes me bad. Mm-hmm. It's like you're you're making something that could possibly barely be real because like it's, it's someone else's thought of you like really like it's like you're putting someone you're putting a thought that doesn't even exist in someone else's head that you don't even know and then you're saying that that thought has more value over you than your own thoughts over you. I think it's also important to understand kind of where that's coming from. So to those of you who are just now meeting me, I have a background in neuroscience. I am a pre-med student here at IUPUI. I am double majoring in neuroscience and biology, so I have a lot of like uh, uh, neuroanatomical, neuroanatomy and, uh, no, you're gonna have to cut that, neuroanatomical <laughs> and <anything>. neurochemical <laughs> uh, uh, understanding of things. So when you're first growing up and you're first trying to understand who you are, uh, Everything that you are, your entire embodiment of who you are, and your entire sense of self comes from your parents. That's from an outward source, right? Mm-hmm. Who you are, what's supposed to be important to you, um, what you're supposed to work towards, what, what do you value, what do you care about? Um, but yeah, so that's my background, and I think it's important to understand where that's coming from. Is the first identity, the first sense of self that we have, it comes from an outward place. That there, though, is supposed to be your foundation. However, a lot of people didn't really get that from their parents. Either they were too busy doing something or they were too busy, you know, just trying to work to provide. And that's nothing, that's not necessarily going after the parents. That's not saying that they failed as a parent, but you know, some people's parents were more active in their lives than others. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have that, you know, relationship really built and catered to try to help you understand who you are or what you want to do, then it it can leave you in kind of this um, wandering void. Yeah, you kind of like don't know what to, start thinking about. It's like you don't even know what to, you can't even think about what you want to think about. You don't know what to think to think about. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So then after you're like 18, 19 years old and you know, you're still super worried, you're still kind of looking for that validation from outward sources. You're still trying to kind of understand who you are. So other people's opinions of you are really, really important. You hope that it'll secure and safeguard the things about you that you really like, but you know, the things that you don't like about yourself, if anybody ever picks up on them, those, are, those things are really sensitive topics. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for somebody that's kind of in that place, somebody that's in that position, the thing that helped me was to go out and it was incredibly uncomfortable. It was really awkward for starting out, right? But it was just to go out and just sit down, introduce myself and have a conversation with somebody. Um, I didn't really know what I was looking for. I just knew that this was a skill that I didn't have. I wasn't really capable of talking with people or holding a conversation. But the more I did it, the more I discovered how much I loved it. And then you started getting like this grassroots movements within inside of yourself. And you start really, really caring about people. The more you talk about them, um, the more you talk to them, uh, the more, uh, it's like you get a better picture of how similar we all are. Yeah, and it's really easy to try to say, "Oh, like that person's that person and that person," but we are all in like the same society. We all, ironically enough, have very, very similar stories. Um, we have different backgrounds that can put us in different mental states. But I think if we really take the time uh, to just sit down and talk to each other, 
we'll have a much better understanding of ourselves and, and other people. And I think that fear will just kind of fade in the background. Mm-hmm. You know? It just kind of dissipates. Yeah. Because once, like, when people end up doing something, then the fear of doing it is it starts to fade away just because it's now it's normal, you know? Right. Initially, people don't want to be different, so they want to do things that could be scary to them because they're like, well, no one else is doing that, so why the fuck would I? Yeah, exposure yeah. therapy. I mean, that's an interesting point. Maybe some people are afraid to get to know themselves because maybe there's some things that they don't like about themselves. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, um, so, like, there's always that balance of, like, nature versus nurture when you're growing up. Um, right. Yeah, that's hammered in us at school. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, so you said, like, you know, it's obviously it's very, very important, like, your parent, um, what you're taught, like, the idea of the ideologies given to you by, like, your um, guardians, mm-hmm. um, the first people you, like, look up to as a kid. Um, how much do you think, like, that is... How much you think of like an upbringing is based completely on just like um, people you interact with, <clears throat> and, and versus like uh, you know just your genetics in general, like because you know a certain amount is going to be who you're talking to, but then in some cases, just like how you are made makes you mm-hmm. more you know bubbly or more like calm or more angry. You know, sometimes right. it just ends up being like that. What do you think that balance is? Um, I mean, that's kind of a huge question, right? I mean, a lot of neuroscientists spend their entire life studying children. Yeah. Um, from my understanding of my studies, uh, I think I think nurture and your parents' roles or just your ability to socialize has a massive impact on who you become and your efficacy growing up and just uh, being able to socialize with other people. Um, there have been terrible, terrible cases of um, you know young girls who they were just kind of locked in their basements as a child and they never had the opportunity to socialize with the parents. They didn't have that one-on-one catering or care or attention, mm-hmm. nothing. And these, even after being rescued, even though it was only for, they were only down there for like the first six years of their life, even though after they got into like um, custody of um, like health administrators and stuff. Even after being taught how to read and how how to just do basic things, they always had severe, severe mental deficiencies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was only, yeah. only for that period of time. Yeah, for the rest of their life, they would be considered like mentally handicapped. So those, I think, I think the quality of your nurturing, I think the quality of your care, how much attention you get, does play an incredibly large role in how you function and how you develop as a person. I feel like it changes, like, when you're in your first, you know, decade of life, I feel like your environment is pretty much, like, the key uh, factors that make how you act and, like, make you, but then after a certain point, like, at least for me, I felt like, you know, everyone around me kind of decided on, like, how I would act, just because, like, I'm raised, the environment, everything, Mm -hmm. but then, like, at a certain point, then it's, like, what I like starts to kick in. And like who I am starts to kick in, and then like I kind of start to look back at the things that I'm mm-hmm. taught, and I'm like I don't agree with that. I'm not going to act on that, you know. That's um, really cool. I feel like at a certain, and I I I can kind of like see that tendency in a lot of people, like mm-hmm. any not just me, like anyone else. Um, even if it's not that like identifiable, like a yeah. certain stage, I feel like it it definitely changes. You know, it's not just like fifty fifty your whole life. I feel like yeah, mm-hmm. your first couple of years what you hear, what you're taught is completely what makes you, then like 
at a certain point, like I feel like your nature kicks in once, um, I don't know, once you're more developed, but I don't know if that's more of like, I'm starting to choose the things that I've been taught mm-hmm. and I agree with those and I act on those or if it's I know certain things just from like birth. Right. I like to act. Yeah, no, that, that's an interesting point. Um, me personally, I don't feel like there's really any things that were super intrinsic to me. I think I was very malleable. Um, I think the things that are most important to me now are the things that I was lacking most as a child. Um, mm-hmm. Me now, I'm like I'm I'm incredibly affectionate to everybody that I meet. I have uh, I have a really big heart for people. Uh, I try to be as empathetic as I can, and I try never to judge other people, uh, especially if I if I don't really know them very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that came from a place because I didn't really have much growing up. Um, so you you make an interesting point. Is you know I wonder if in order for that intrinsic personality, the person that you really are, that can't be affected by anybody else. I wonder if that can only kick in if you have a certain level of attention and care. So like you have to be able to, you know, reach six or seven or eight, whatever, whatever age it is, uh, and have those caretakers, you know, give you enough attention or affection for you to actually finally get to the stage where your personality can Mm -hmm. kind of take over. I never really had that. I never felt like there was something like, oh, this is just me. Uh, I was always trying to, I don't don't know about change, but I was always trying to figure out different ways to make people kind of pay attention to me, uh, because it was really hard to do. Um, And in my home, it was was always kind of crazy. Uh, So I would find ways to make myself more valuable to the people around me. So I Mm -hmm. I was very valuable. Um, But it sounds like your mom was like a pretty active role in your life. Yeah, very. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it would make sense that you would have more room for, for that intrinsic personality to kick in. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. We never thought about that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I always knew, like, um, I always felt that, you know, around, like, high school age is when I started to at least start my own personality of, <laughs> like, existing, like... Hey, I'm a person now. Oh, I, I, I exist. Oh, shit. You know, I'm at the age where I'm supposed to decide on what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. But I just which already so we're, yeah we're just gonna that's already a huge mistake asking somebody that can't even vote to decide what they want to do for the rest of their lives. Yeah, I know that's, you're um, seventeen, yeah. but um, yeah, what are you gonna do for fifty years? Yeah, United States Board of Education, come on, we're gonna make some changes. All right, I'll, I'll send this podcast to them. And yeah. I'm gonna, I'll change the entire education system in one episode. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into the podcast i do hope you enjoyed it um if you did like let me know um hit me up on instagram facebook twitter tiktok all at philian willis um and just let me know what you thought and just have a great day peace out